Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks you got with beer. I'm Tim, and with me joining me for the second time is my friend Bobby. Bobby, how are you today? It's great to be here. Well, I'm glad that you are here. Frank is still on paternity leave, bless his little heart. Um, and we are, but we are here to talk about our, what is their annual San Diego Comic Con episode, the breakdown of all the things that we're excited for or maybe not excited for. We don't cover everything, some of the stuff we didn't watch and we don't care about, but um, we'll, we'll talk about maybe mainly about Marvel and DC. Uh, before that, it is Beer with Geeks, but it is the middle of the day. So, Bobby, are you drinking anything? Uh, not at the moment, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, uh, have you had a beer that you can recommend or any kind of drink, really? Well, yesterday I went to the beach with some of my friends and, like, we just got um, Sam Adams from a store. So, like... Can't go wrong with Sam. Sam's yeah. always good. Sam's, <laughs> Sam's classic. Yeah. Uh, um, I am not drinking... I am not drinking a beer either because, again, it is the middle of the day. I'm having a polar seltzer. It's delicious. I'm having their pink apple and lemon flavor, which is an interesting combo. That's good. It is good. It's refreshing. It's good summer. It's it's a good summer. It's a good summer feel. Um, I like it a lot. So, uh, so anyway, we are here to, um, we are here to talk about, uh, a lot of stuff, uh, going down in, um, uh, going down in the, the nerd world, um, as sure. it were. Um, let's save, let's do the miscellaneous stuff first, and then we'll do, um, DC and and then we'll wrap up with Marvel because I think they they had the biggest announcement, so we'll spend the most time with them. So um, miscellaneous stuff first. This is really more for my age group than your age group, Bobby. But Gargoyles is getting a continuation comic that was announced at uh, at Comic Con. So do you even know what Gargoyles is? Do you? I actually, I love Gargoyles. Like... Oh really? Oh, see, it's multi generational. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't like see that. that that's like wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it's IDW is putting out uh, a. Comic comic which is just going to be a continuation of um where the show or uh, where the show left off i don't know if that means that it's going to cover like it's going to leave off where the goliath chronicles left off or where gargoyles just left off itself i'm not positive um but either way i'm excited gargoyles was a really good show it was not i want to say it was ahead of its time uh but it definitely offered a more elevated flavor of animated television um than some of the other stuff that you know hasn't survived okay. um that's very exciting uh next up there was a trailer 
trailer for the Chris Pine um, Dungeons and Dragons uh, movie that is coming out. Um, we used to play Dungeons and Dragons together, if you would call that playing Dungeons and Dragons back in the day. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you watch the trailer? Do you have I, any? I had no idea that this was coming. I remember like an- reading an article at like a year ago mm-hmm. that there was a movie like in the works, but I was just like, this isn't going to get made. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt about it, too. Like, Chris Pine in a Dungeons & Dragons movie. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. But here we are, a trailer. I actually kind of forgot that it was being made. Like, I remembered, but then forgot. And here we are with a trailer. And honestly, it looks a lot better than I thought it was going to. I, like, it looks it looks like it's going to be kind of, like, wonky and good fun, which is what a good Dungeons & Dragons game really is. Like, a, mo- like a Dungeons & Dragons that takes itself too seriously doesn't understand, like, how a group so clearly can derail a game of Dungeons & Dragons and make it kind of weird um and so they have some of the weirder elements in the trailer that they don't even really call attention to like the gelatinous cube is in there and there's an owl bear and like all these like really hardcore D things and so i'm pretty excited was um was hugh grant yeah he's the bad guy i think yeah um <laughs> yeah so it does feel a little bit like here are these like incredibly talented like chris pine and hugh grant and also the the rest of the cast who who are like that's kind of how it felt like who are all successful they've all like been in things they've been in some really good things even and they're all talented but they just don't feel like they're on the same level as those two and it's like a weird disparity like so I I don't know it's not like watching like 2009's Star Trek where you're like wow Chris Pine but also Zachary Quinto and Carl Urban and Eric Bana and Zoe Saldana and you're like those are like they all went off to make incredibly like good projects and that like stand on their own as actors and so like it's just um yeah this one just feels it feel it felt a little strange as a cast and that was the only thing that that was the only thing that stuck out to me but i just love that chris pine is playing a bard i think that's the best i think that's the best part um i'm looking forward to that because why not make the incredibly talented and handsome chris pine be a bard that makes a lot of sense to me. If, uh, the characters from our dnd campaign way back when we're just in this movie instead <laughs> that would be awesome i would i would love to i would love to bring back george he was a great he was a, he was a great character um all right so uh next up there's there was a trailer for john wick 4 true story i did not watch the third one so i didn't watch trailer for the fourth one that just seemed logical to me i have nothing against john wick i liked the first one a lot the second one kind of lost me a little bit i was a little bored i fell asleep it could have been because i was like in a comfy movie theater chair or the movie was just boring um and so that that's kind of where it ended for me like i'm glad people like them but whatever what do you think yeah as someone who still really likes john wick and really likes Keanu Reeves. Uh, I think John Wick is personally his best role that he's done. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't watch the trailer just because, like, for time. I, didn't do it. I think there's that. There's also like you know if you're already a fan, like you know you're going to see it. So yeah. like sometimes like I don't have the need to see the trailer because I'm already going to see the thing that you're you're making. So I don't like 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 I don't need a trailer for oh um for Oppenheimer like Nolan's uh Nolan's new movie which there was a, a uh, you know a poster released for that Oppenheimer not Oppenheimer um, and so like I'm gonna see that movie I don't need a trailer like Christopher Nolan you know True Story Adam Bomb great I'm in uh, so whatever there was um, um, a little teaser for that at the beginning of Nope oh was there yeah I'm not sure if that's like an exclusive but it was cool was it just like a lot of swirly clouds like explosion thing and then they're like you saw like the back of Killian Murphy and then like um, you know typical like great story about to be told like in that you know, like typical marketing, mm-hmm. but yep. it's it cool because we haven't really seen anything for that 
apart from the stack cast. Yeah, right. You know, it's funny, though, because, like, I know Nolan famously hates trailers. Like, he would be like, just go see the movie. But, like, not everybody has that, like, ability to pull in an audience that way. Like, oh, a Christopher Nolan movie? I will see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is arguably not always true because there were a lot of people who did not see Tenet, um, myself included. Like, whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, last thing on the miscellaneous lineup is The Lord of the Rings Rings of Power um, had uh, a San Diego Comic-Con trailer. But we're actually, I want to do it in an episode just on that show uh, coming up soon. So I'm going to reserve that for a future episode, but I just thought it was uh, worth mentioning. Did you watch it? Are you interested in that show? Are you going to watch it at all? I I watched it. I think it looks really great. A lot of, you know, people online, as people online do, are complaining about, like, the effects and stuff. I think it looks, like, really great. I think it looks amazing. What effects are that? What bad effects? It was incredible. It was an incredible trailer. Oh, my gosh. Everything they, every time they release something new, it looks even better, and it sounds even better. So um, I'm real excited. Um, but we'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to have a whole episode about that another time. So um, I know moving, how Lord of the Rings fan you are. Big Lord of the Rings fan. Huge <laughs> Lord of the Rings fan. So, uh, and so I'm as, I'm as nervous as I am excited. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, not everything makes me nervous anymore because, you know, like we've seen so much, but Lord of the Rings is mostly untapped still. So um, uh, I will, yeah, I'm trepidatious, but I'm excited. Anyway, moving on to DC, we got a tiny bit of comic book news um, that, um, they're doing another Batman and Spawn comic book with Pulo and Todd McFarlane uh, working together, which I have that book one from when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you a thing about it except that Batman and Spawn are in it. And I, I kind of still like I'm like, is this necessary? Is anybody asking for this? But also, I will I will read that. Yeah. Um, what about you? I, I love Spawn. I obviously love Batman. I'm like, I'm, I'm wicked excited for that book. Yeah, I feel like you're like built for that. Like, I want to like Spawn more than I do. Like, I keep trying to read spawn i go back i like have the the big volume sets like spawn from the beginning it's just that mcfarland's writing is so like it's like treachery like i just like it's like oh god there are words like you're you're writing them like understand you're an artist you should understand the art is also telling the story and so it's just like it's just a lot to get through um but i'm hoping that it'll just kind of improve as it goes and i tried like king spawn and gunslinger spawn this new like spawn universe wave and i'm just like i don't know now it's like i don't know enough about the universe to feel attached to anything so like I feel like I have to go backward um but either way I still like Spawn though so it's kind of weird but uh the reason as like why I like Spawn I've only read like a couple of his books the big reason I really like Spawn is because of um the animated series with uh Keith David oh yeah that was a good show that was really good I wish that it lasted longer than it did I remember watching that as a kid mm-hmm. like thinking that it was like oh it's like it's animated and then it's like really adult like more adult than the movie ever was um it's like oh man like i gotta go back to the movie this is weird i'm only nine um so that was weird um but yeah that's happening there's i can't think of the name of it but tom king is doing a new book uh with phil hester um about it's called gotham year i think it's gotham year one and it's 60 years um before like any batman the waynes the whatever and it's slam bradley doing his slam bradley thing i think which is kind oh, of for the waynes before bruce yeah 60 years I it was gonna be like 
the early Falcons and like Thomas and Martha Wayne. I mean, they might be in it, but it's definitely before Bruce. If it's sixty years, you know, before I don't know if it's sixty years before Bruce is born. Probably not because Slam Bradley's in it. So it's probably sixty years. Even if it's sixty years before Batman appears, that's still thirty years before Bruce is born. Let's say so. Like so, that could potentially be when Thomas is a baby. So maybe it's the grandparents of the way. You know, like I don't know how they're doing it, but uh, I'm excited. That's a great combo of people. I love Tom King. And I really like Phil Hester, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Zack Snyder is back in the DC Universe, mm-hmm. um, playing himself in Teen Titans Go. Amazing. I love Teen Titans Go. Yeah, when I uh, I know that um, Zack, he posted that thing on Vima, um, that um, it was a, like a joke. Uh, like, it was a Tom and Jerry fan posters for, remember how, like, when people watch Tom and Jerry, the Snyder Cut just kind of played? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so he, like, posted a picture of that it's like see you in Hall age and like i as a fan of snyder i really like this news i mean it's just fun it's just fun <laughs> that's the whole point of teen titans it's just teen titans go is just there to make fun of the things you love and that's that's what i love about it um bigger news the shazam had a pan shazam had a panel um fury of the gods we learned that the daughters of atlas are the villains of the story and i would assume they are not happy that a little boy who is about to become a man uh has the power of the gods that they in the they feel that they do not belong to the Shazam fam, right? Any of them. Uh, I think it looks fun. I think like the mm. first, like the first Shazam movie, like it's fun. It's, you know, like, I'll, like it's not something I return to very often, but like, there's nothing wrong with it. Everybody does a good job. It's just, it's whatever. It's fun. Um, but I, I liked what they did say, uh, about, um, the story is really about Billy growing up and he's like really good, close to being on the cusp of becoming an adult. And he's afraid, it's like almost like a Peter Pan thing where he's afraid to become an adult. And what does that mean? And how like what is it what will he lose and what will he gain and I um I'm very interested to, to see that story um play out through um probably through the movie right so what do you think what did you think of the trailer I love Shazam like the movie and the character I I rewatched Shazam on Thursday and it still holds up I think it's my second favorite um DCEU movie right after the Suicide Squad really and, it's your second favorite oh yeah I did not know that it's That's... just like so ch- like charming and you know. Like, it is really charming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think Zachary, Le- not that Zachary Levy is like the only thing holding that movie together, but I like he's just so fun to watch, and and he play he has great chemistry with everybody, yeah. and the kid who plays Billy also has great chemistry with everybody, so it feels natural when mm-hmm. they're one or the other. Um, so I I like that very much. I also um, really dig the concept of um like because whenever there's like a Shazam story, you know the gods yeah they give him his powers but they're not really like part of any of his stories so I really dig the the concept that's coming for this movie yeah I do too I, I like that a lot and like will we see more gods is it like holding back on us because it's just the daughters of Atlas that are in this thing but are we gonna like like there are six other gods mm-hmm. you know that make up his six, five other gods that <laughs> make up his powers I counted the exclamation point yeah. as a seven god um well, and uh, for six isn't a uh, Wonder Woman confirmed for so no, that was a uh, I, that was a fake account that, oh. that was spreading that around so it was just lame lame um so but that's okay um so then we had the black we had the black adam trailer um which it's it's not showing us tons mm-hmm. like at, like it's really showing us a lot of the same set pieces and different moments within those set pieces and so there's still a lot to un- uncover so it's either the movie there's not a lot to the movie or there's actually a lot happening and they're keeping it under wraps like they really they like said that you know Viola Davis is back.
back as Amanda Waller in this movie and like that completely unheard of until that moment so they're obviously doing a good job at keeping things under wraps um, and so I'm kind of curious what other surprises are out there and what else will be what else we'll be seeing not necessarily characters or anything but just like what the real story is because we're getting what is basically the bare bones like poster elevator pitch version of trailers and it's not doing tons to excite me for the movie like I'm more excited to see Dr. Fate than I am Black Adam yeah yeah as a like I really like what's going on for the Black Adam content so far but it kind of seems like it should be two different movies like I I think it'll probably play out really well with Mm -hmm. say Black Adam but you know I would much rather kind of see a solo Black Adam movie where he's dealing with like the wizard which by the way Jaiman Huntsu is back he is yeah and he's just like a character in Shazam too like I thought he was gone but he is not when you know what that's fine I like him very much as an actor so please keep on coming back um yeah so going back to Shazam like I like that the, I actually like in the trailer that we got to see some of Cyclone's powers this time because I feel like she's been like underrepresented in a lot of the footage and so um so I was glad to see that Hawkman doing his thing I dislike that the first time you really get to see Hawkman in action he's getting schooled by Black Adam like that just was like a weird moment to choose as the trailer um but uh yeah so we'll see uh, I kind of like I'll see when it comes out but I think part of it is that it's everything's kind of tan like it's just it's kind of a blah yeah like background and sort of so I don't know so um, my favorite thing for uh, the Black Adam panel was uh the rocks like intro I'm not sure if you saw that yeah no I did see that it was fun like it's you know uh, you know the hierarchy in the DC universe is about to change blah 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 blah, blah. like I know you've been saying it since 2007 <laughs> you know what he also said um they did like the the backstage interviews thing and you know his comments about Superman even though Henry Cavill didn't show up he was talking to like an interviewer and he he said that Henry is the modern age Superman and a friend so like who knows I really don't think he's in this movie like yeah, no like he's not he's not making another Superman movie everybody just calm like he's just done like I don't know what to tell everybody like that's just if he makes another one good on him but like I think what's truly killing it is people thinking that he's gonna show up at any second any point in their lives and say he's making another Superman movie I just like, like Superman's costume has like probably made the same amount of cameos as Cavill has <laughs> uh yeah that's right because he was in Peacemaker and Shazam and yeah so he's got what so there's one more movie like if he's got what well, Superman costumes got one more cameo to make and then and then it's got an equal amount of appearances that's amazing I hope that happens um we got a Sandman trailer for Netflix's uh Sandman TV show um trailer looks good um show looks good I'm not a huge Sandman fan I love the audible um drama series that they're doing that to me is like a really accessible version of reading the graphic novels um which I've tried and I just I'm not into I'm not I'm not interested yeah no, I really love this I listened to the audiobook because you know how Ray Porter plays Beelzebub and yeah. I got the chance to interview him in my radio show mm-hmm. and um, you know I really like what the audiobook is doing but it's really cool to like see Neil Gaiman's vision like brought to light instead of like just listening to it 
Yeah, there is something very visually distinct about Gaiman's vision, and I I think it looks very good. I'm most excited to see some. But the thing about Sandman is like I'm excited to see characters that are not Sandman. Yeah, that you know that are not like um. Oh my God, what's his name? Starts with an M. Uh, Fisto? No, it's not right. Um, no. <laughs> there is a Lucifer. <laughs> there is a Lucifer. Yeah, but I'm excited to see Lucifer. I'm excited to see Jenna Coleman as the the gender bent John Constantine, Joanna Constantine. Like that. That is more what is interesting me than like the character of Morpheus. Yes, I knew yep. I could get there. Yeah, Morpheus uh, himself. So I don't know, but yeah, still looks good. I mean, that comes out real soon, August fifth. So like, I'm gonna be we'll be talking about it on the show before we know it. Probably, I'll make Frank watch it. That looks really good. Like um, Charles Dance, Patton Oswalt. Like, yeah, it's like it's a really good cast. Like, really stacked. And the trailer gives you a real sense of what the version of the story that they're telling. So yeah, I'm excited. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, last up for DC, there was some. There are four animated movies uh, released. There's going to be uh, RWBY, which is an anime uh, uh, crossing over with Justice League. There's Batman: The Doom That Came to Gotham, which is based on a Mike Mignola story. Um, uh, there's Legion of Superheroes movie, uh, and then which I feel like is them testing the waters to see if they'll make the TV show that Bendis is writing right now. Because I know a lot of these animated movies end up like they always end up as like sale pitches they're like like the proof of concept movie to be like see like these this concept can work audiences are interested because if like this amount of people are watching an animated movie you can doubly bet that there's going to be more to watch a live action version of it so curious about the legion of superheroes movie and then what you're excited about and i'm excited about justice league war world yep. um we love we love mongol we love war world we love the justice league this is a great combo all around very excited yeah but it's, no nothing about the stories were released these are just like these are the movies that we're making do we know like which animation like when it comes to, like the Bruce Tim animated universe or like the new one that they're starting uh, um I'm pretty sure Batman and Justice League are the new animated um in universe ones um because there was something about possibly seeing this version uh the modern Wonder Woman um up in this one because you know because she was in the uh, Flash movie um, before so uh I think I say I don't I don't know if um Legion is in the same I don't know if Legion of Superheroes is in the same wheelhouse or not in the same anime. They're doing really well for themselves. Like, the Justice League versus Fatal Five came out, and they yep. were a big part of that. Young Justice Phantoms, they yep. were a really big part of that. Like, Yeah, that's true. They're actually, they really are, like, seeding themselves a little bit more and more into the store, into stories, which is fine. I still like Legion is something that, like, I just want to like because I like DC, but I just still can't do it. So I'm still, like, when they show up, I'm like, oh, cool, it's the Legion, and that's kind of where it ends for me so i'm like still looking for that thing to like really make me a fan what what that other people like see in them um so so we'll see we'll see that's all i'm saying i guess um and then finally we're at marvel we got a lot of marvel we got a lot of marvel goodies uh to talk about phases four through six plus two animated programs let's start with the animated ones um spider-man freshman year which had been announced previously a while ago is coming out in 2024 um but they uh showed some animation uh, you know, like what it's going to look like. And it just looks so cool. It looks like an old school Steve Ditko, um, John Romita, like, uh, style comic. The uh, Charlie Cox is back as Daredevil. He's going to voice Daredevil in it. Dr. Octopus, the Rhino, Scorpion, those are Tarantula. Those are some of the main villains, and they showed what they look like. And I'm very excited, like, and in a way that, like, I didn't watch Ultimate Spider-Man, like, it was not geared towards me and any particular way and like it didn't have to be 
movie, but I just like I found it okay. Um, but I, the, go ahead. I was gonna say I am really excited because I've had a rocky relationship with MCU Spider Man. I don't particularly care for his characterization in Homecoming and Far From Home. Mm-hmm. No Way Home happened, and I I really like him there because there are actual consequences and stuff. So, but like yeah, now I just really excited. Norman Osborn has the waves. <laughs> he does have the waves. Yeah, I saw that. He's got his wavy hair. It's great. It's some very there's some good stuff in there. I really like that. I like the style. And I know the showrunner um spoke highly of Spectacular Spider Man in the panel. He was like, I'm like really a fan of Spectacular Spider Man, which was excellent Spider Man show, if not the best Spider Man show. It's on uh, Netflix, I think now. Is it on Netflix? Oh, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, it, that that one's very good. The nineties Fox one was also good. It looks it's a little dated now. Um, but yeah, you're I know you're kind of watching it off and on, but like it's pretty dated. Um, and a lot of, like they reuse a lot of the animated pant like animation scenes. Like he's like like it's like nighttime, and then he's fighting somebody, and they'll use a panel of him like swinging during the day, and it'll go back to nighttime. Be like, really? Like you couldn't just find another night version? Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. But for adaptations of the stories and the way that it dealt with characters, like it's really strong. Like it knew what each of its characters were. They all had really distinct personalities. The villains were not cardboard cutouts for the most part. Uh, for the most part. So um, I hope that freshman year kind of follows that model a bit. Um, so we'll see. Um, X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we got a first look at X-Men 97, so which is a continuation of the X-Men cartoon, Fox cartoon that was on in the 90s, um, which Disney is really just like ha- not hammering home, but they're like not afraid to use it and reference it. You know, when Professor X rolled out in um, in uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, he went, and then uh, the same music appears in Miss um, Marvel. Um, so uh, that is all just leading to 97 in which they um, you know the original lineup is there with you know Cyclops and Wolverine and Gambit but also Cable's back and Nightcrawler's back and Magneto's leading the team in his like stellar 90s purple Long John ensemble with the giant M on his chest I don't know I haven't I haven't gone back to watch the show even though it's been on Disney Plus it's just so much out there to watch that sometimes rewatching stuff is very hard but I might I think I might try to watch a few key episodes especially leading up to the the last season because I don't remember much um but you know uh I know Mr. Sinister is going to be the main big bad um of 97 and I love me some Mr. Sinister so yeah it and looks I, so 90s and I just I, I love it and I love the uh the X-Men series uh everything looks great from the art I really like um Magneto's design especially yeah I do too I it's a like that look is so dumb but I kind of love it at the same time um uh so but it's it's distinctly different from his red and purple and I think that's like a good clear indicator when you're like he's not bad guy Magneto he's good guy Magneto and um I just hope that the new voice cast like is able to like kind of come out of the shadow of what the old voice cast does because some of those characters like those are the voices in many people's heads you know because they you know the um so I hope that I just hope that it's good I hope they I hope they do it justice anything you want to add for X-Men 97 I just love the X-Men and I like I I was gonna say that this is the but like the way I would rank the shows is like X Men Evolution uh, was my favorite, mm. and then this, and now I'm really excited this is coming back. So I'm just like I I'm really liking just more X Men representation. That's not like Fox, even though Fox made some really good stuff. It wasn't like you know classic comic booky in the same way. You mean the movies? Because the because the X Men '97 show was the comic books. Like, oh yeah, through and through the designs, <laughs> the stories. They just like took whatever Chris Claremont was doing 
and then anybody afterward and just made it in television form. It was pretty, pretty incredible. Um, I'm so just, yeah, I'm so excited. Cause like, I'm also getting kind of back into an X-Men like resurgence. Sure. Yep. So it's like really exciting. I understand. I go through the periods like that. And then like you try reading the new X-Men comics and you're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> what is that? Which is just the X-Men through and through. What the hell is going on? Like, Oh my gosh. This is just so, so nonsense to distill the X-Men is its own. Um, there was a, a podcast I used to listen to called uh, Rachel and Miles Explain the X-Men. I don't know if you ever heard, if you knew this podcast. And they literally would go like comic by comic, issue by issue, and be like, this is what's happening in the X-Men because it just gets more and more bonkers as you as you go through. And they, you have to like explain what's happening because it's just so weird. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's X-Men 97. And then finally, we got some wrap-up on Phase 4. Um, what's all the stuff that's happening in Phase 5 and then some of Phase 6? which is just wild calling it the multiverse saga which I think we all kind of knew they had been saying explicitly for a while that it's the multiverse is going to be the thing that we're looking at phases one through three were the infinity stones um phases four through six um uh is the multiverse and people I think they had to say because people are like I don't even know what phase four is about like what am I even watching these movies for and you're watching them to enjoy them to entertain yourself like that's why you're watching them um but uh you go I mean if you go back and watch phase one like there's no like they're building towards the infinity like war like you don't know that like you barely know that any of those things are stones the stones don't even really show up until Captain America and even then that's nebulous because it's the Tesseract so like and so I'm fine with phase four like dipping its toe into the multiverse concept and then it kind of ramps itself up as we continue forward into five and six um so let's start with um let's start with um what's actually let's start with what's wrapping up phase four we have two projects we have two projects left in phase four we have she-hulk and black panther um so she-hulk we got a new trailer i think this is the best trailer yet it really gives me a real concept of what the show is going to be like i think it looks funny it's supposed to be a 30 minute comedy with she-hulk i was laughing so great what do you think i really like how um th- there's one shot um i don't remember like what the the bit was but she-hulk does her classic like fourth wall breaking but she like isn't she doesn't know what that like is oh yeah right so they both like look at each other she like looks over and it's kind of awkward and then they move on i hope she actually continues to do that i would love that um but uh even if they don't that's fine too but um yeah i think tatiana's tatiana maslani is like she's doing like she's like she's got a good handle on that character she sounds good i think the they're obviously like you know the cg keeps improving every time we see new footage of it sometimes she still looks wonky like you know like it could still tell she's an animated character but i just think that's almost going to be I know she's animated I know she's computer generated so no matter what my eye will always tell me she's not real um and I just don't think there's anything they can do about that you know I kind of like you know when, when people complain about VFX especially now since uh the stuff that came out about Marvel's VFX teams like I really just say like shut up you know yeah yeah because <laughs> they all those work because they're all those workouts they're like overworked and like two hulks and an abomination like yeah that's, that's, that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's awesome um and uh speaking of abomination so emil blonsky is back tim roth is back um and it looks like jennifer walters is gonna have to represent him in some way uh but we get wong uh is back in she hulk in some point which is great i just love that it's wong of all people that just keep showing up in all these places like benedict wong took a not a nothing character 
there, but like one that is definitely on the periphery of important Marvel characters and just totally banked him for all that it's worth. And I just, Wong is great. He just keeps Wong's coming the back. Theory of uh, the multiverse saga. Yeah, hey, that's kind of what he is because he just keeps appearing all the time. Um, he's everywhere. Um, I did see a comment, and I wonder if it's true that it's possible that She Hulk takes place during the blip. Um, and so like, and it's before Shang Chi, so like maybe like that's how we end up seeing Abomination in Shang Chi, like at the the um the fighting arena. Yeah, and Wan never got snapped. That that would be really cool to see. Yeah, because yeah. we know that Wong never got snapped, right? Because that's how he's the Sorcerer's Free. Um, so I uh that is pretty cool. Like I hope that ends up kind of being kind of being true. Um, and we also know that Charlie Cox is back, not as just Matt Murdock, but as Daredevil inside of She Hulk, wearing red and yellow. I can't believe they're doing it. The the monsters, they're they're crazy. They're doing it. Wild. I can't believe they're doing it. Somebody better make a blind joke because it's just like those colors. It's just a lot happening. Um. So, but yeah, I'm a, I am glad that he's showing up here because he is also a lawyer, and yeah. I feel like that's something that She Hulk and, and they're both superheroes. So that's something that they like only they really have together that they connect with, and I don't think that's explored enough. So I like that Daredevil is like slowly seeding himself into the Marvel universe this way as well. I, I really like because Daredevil as a character, Matt Murdock, like it's never been like pandering. Every single scene and thing that he's showing up in, it makes sense. Like Spider Man, No Way Home, like they needed a lawyer in right. She Hulk or lawyers. Yep, I, I not, agree. Oh, we're gonna do John Krasinski for a cameo. This like it organically makes sense. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. It's like you're right. It's not John Krasinski sits in a different category. That was you know that's that's a little different because he's not person that came to mind. Yeah. Oh, I know, but you know, he's probably not the Mr. Fantastic of the Marvel Universe, right? He's a variant version. So, um, so, um, it's just, uh, uh, I totally lost my, I completely lost my train of thought there, but it doesn't matter. Oh, Matt Murdock showing up. You're right. He's necessary every time he appears. And so, um, I just like that we're getting him sooner rather than later. Um, that's good. And then there was, um, we got a trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, um, which I like that they're calling it Black Panther Wakanda Forever because before it was just Wakanda Forever. And I, I just think for purposes of like keeping it all in the family yeah. and everything like it is a Black Panther story even if Chala is not in it um, I thought the trailer was amazing like I, I'm kind of lukewarm on the first one and I've said that on the podcast here like I think it's good it's not spectacular there are elements of it that I, I love very much and there are other parts that I'm like I was like I was just okay on um, but uh, I this trailer really sold me on a lot of concepts like it's it's going for the things that I really like about the first one about you know the politics of Wakanda, the aspects of the the interpolitical part of their families, and you know, and like what makes Wakanda so interesting and special as opposed to the rest of the world. And seeing that in contrast to another special location in that of um, Namor's kingdom, which is I know they're not calling Atlantis because they're trying to veer away from Aquaman to feel like they're not copying Aquaman. So we have Namor like less Atlantic Greek Atlantean sci-fi technology, and they're going for this as tech like influenced like uh, you know um, Central South America style and I think he looks amazing like that like for all that we for as little as we saw very excited I'm like really excited it was in the trailer I found moving in a way that I wasn't expecting to obviously there's like a lot of send off for T'Challa they've gone on record saying that like T'Challa is not present in the movie because in the Marvel Universe he also has died he has succumbed to some kind of illness um, so I um, and I like that they're not shying away from that you know because you know, you know and, and what are the repercussions of losing your king that way so i don't know what do you think of the trailer well i was gonna say before i kind of give 
my thoughts on the trailer. Did you see the uh, the Hall H presentation of like the little tribute that they had for? I, did, I did not know. It was really cool. They had like a t- like these uh, these drummers and like a, a band, like a really um, regal band, all wearing like. I saw a picture of it, but I didn't get to see the actual. Can you send me the video presentation because I wanted to watch it? Yeah, I just wanted to get that out because like that was really cool. Yeah, wow. I know that they're actually releasing that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it's already by the time this episode comes out it'll i think it'll already be out um but um whatever that you know but that's uh that's cool that's like um i think they're taking black panther very seriously and it didn't look anything like worcester where they filmed yep. which is pretty close to us yeah i didn't know that was worcester at all pretty amazing <laughs> um just like yeah in terms of everything looks really just like a love letter to this friend and then we're getting namor the submariner and atuma like all this stuff we're getting mm-hmm. heart which you know, we're probably going to talk about yep yeah um, we're getting um Yep. Um, and there's the reveal of a new Black Panther. We don't know who it is. Um, people have been speculating that it was going to be Shuri um, because that's who it is in the comics. But I don't think that it's sh- I don't think so. And that's purely based on this is going to sound kind of weird. It's based on body type. Yeah. Where, like like um, where Letitia Wright is really skinny. She's like, you know, like stick skinny. And whoever is in that Black Panther outfit has a little bit is less of a stick. You know, they have a little bit more. They just have a little bit more um, muscle to them. And so I think it's Nakia. I think it's Lupita Nyong'o, um, which would make me very happy because I felt like that character languished a little bit in the first movie. Um, and so uh, I would like to see like her given some time and credibility uh, in this one. Lupita is like a fantastic actress, and this might be wrong, but I think that Nakia was Black Panther at some point in comic stuff. And like speaking of great actresses, Angela Bassett looks like she's going to kill it. She's going to kill it. Oh, my gosh. She's spoke like two lines in this trailer and I like I was like not ready to cry by the end but I was ready to cry by by the end like yeah I just I'm just the trailer moved me in a way the first movie didn't even move me and so I'm just like because you're now like in her position where she's like lost her husband now lost her son um and it's just I am I'm excited for this movie in a way that I was not really before mm-hmm. I was like yeah okay cool Wakanda forever one back that's great um but now I'm like yes gotta do it let's mm-hmm. do it um anything else you want to add for I just think it's crazy how like you know the Aztec stuff is kind of just made for the movie but it's just crazy how we're getting like Daredevil's yellow and red suit and like a comic accurate Namor suit. He does look comic accurate. I mean comic accurate Namor. He's got pointy ears and uh, green swimming trunks and maybe the wings on his feet which honestly I don't care if they're or not. Like the wings are stupid. Like I'll be the first to say. So um, yeah I just I I am very happy. I like that that they're dialing up like the the divert like like culture influence where it's not just cookie cutter where they're like really going for what would these cultures look like if colonialism had a step dirty ugly foot in and did something about it because that's basically what this version of Atlantis is going to be it sunk I would say it sunk into the ocean before Cortez got there so what is that so what does that kingdom look like underwater if it was allowed to thrive that's so interesting I yep. like can't wait to see that like that's so cool Um, so that's Black Panther and thus ends phase four of um um, yeah, that ends. Yeah, pretty sure that ends phase four, right? Yeah. Um, because then we're gonna move on to we're gonna move on to phase five. Uh, which is no, that's not correct. Where's Thunderbolts and all of this? Thunderbolts is the end of phase five. I, if memory serves, because uh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the picture that 
that they released of like all the stuff that's coming, starting yeah. with Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and then Secret Invasion, Guardians Three, Echo, Loki Season Two, The Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Covenant of Chaos, Daredevil, Born Again, and Captain America: New World Order. I think that Thunderbolts may have like just been like shown off at Hall H. Like it's confirmed, but I think it's like exclusive, like the logo and stuff. I'm, I'm not sure though. You know, I but I I really thought they had. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the I'm use my one look up them on this show because they uh they did a like uh you know like just announced at Hall H. Just announced at Hall H. Um, Marvel Studios Thunderbolts hitting July 26, 2024. My birthday. Thank you all very much. Um, so that's the last. So Thunderbolts is the last thing in. Um, it's just not on their timeline for some stupid reason. Maybe they just ran out of room. But that's the last well, thing in Phase Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Thunderbolts. Okay. So that means so going back and forth. So let's start with Ant Man. Um, let's start with. Uh, I was gonna say, do you want to kind of get into the stuff that's a bit less before, like, because Ant Man Quantum Age is like a lot. Also, I was just gonna talk about things in the order that things are coming there. out in because that'll bring us all the way to the end of Phase Six. Yeah. Um, so um, Ant Man Quantum Mania, they showed some footage. I didn't read um, description of the footage um, mm-hmm. for the most part. I just know that there's a, I know Kang is the villain. The poster got released. Um, Stature, um, which is Scott's um, daughter, is going to be a hero in it as well. Um, there's a, a scene in which Ant Man is, uh, you know, he says to Kang, like, I'm an Avenger. And Kang says, I'm a conqueror, which is amazing. Like, that's just what I hope for. Um, the poster of Kang, just is, it's really just his face, but he's got the Kang head cap with the lines on his face. So I'm happy. Whatever. That's all I really, you know, really wanted. Jonathan Majors is confirmed to be, Kang is confirmed to be the major villain of, you know, phases four through six. We got him in Loki season one as a variant intro to that character. Um, and then we'll see other Kang through the rest of five and six. Bill Murray is confirmed to be an Ant-Man Quant- in the Lost Quantumania. Don't know who, but who cares? Bill Murray is in the Marvel Universe. Wild. They got a hold of that voicemail and they convinced him. Good for him. Uh, I'm go really ahead. excited for um, this movie because the first Ant-Man I think is, is like fun. I like, you know, it's a good movie, but there's no like special place in my heart for it. Yeah, well, it's because you saw it like 28 times in the theater or something like that. Oh, that was the second one. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Just yeah. don't like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one, it's like Kane and uh, Bill Murray and Modoc and Modoc. Modoc's coming. Yes, I can't believe that they're doing Modoc. Like he's so dumb. But I, like Bill Murray is Modoc. <gasps> <sighs> Man, I didn't even consider that possibility. They were like, Modoc's going to be in this movie, and so is Bill Murray. Put your hands together. <laughs> like, that would be wild. That's, I can't be. That can't be true. I ain't gonna, like, that can't be what's going to happen. If it is, though, I'm on board. Yep. I truly am. I truly am ready for that. Um, So that's the first uh, kickoff for Phase 5, and then we get the Disney Plus show Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. which they also showed some footage at, but I did not read any description. We know that Colby Smulders is back as Maria Hill, which I feel like we already knew. Uh, I, I think that was already previously announced so and I know we know that Sam Jackson is back so like it feels like it's it's going to be a little shield focused like it'll be Secret Invasion will go from that angle instead of the superhero angle mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool I'm, I'm excited for Secret Invasion they explained um, it at uh, Hall H just a political thriller so I see I'm okay excited to see where that goes I know that uh, Amelia Clark is also in the show yep, yep. don't know who's in though uh, yeah no there's they have said scant little about it but it also doesn't come out until spring of 2022 
2023. So, yeah. like, who knows? Like, we got some time before that. Ant-Man doesn't even come out until February. So we have Conda in November for that. A lot that. of people are uh, speculating that um, Amelia Clark is going to be uh, Abigail Brand. And that, like, oh. is going to kind of replace S.H.I.E.L.D. for a little bit. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I would like that. I heard that she was the Scroll Queen. I also that, heard Yeah, that was the... Yeah. Was, yeah, who knows? She could be anybody. She's yeah. a Scroll. She's not a Scroll. <laughs> who knows? Um, we have Guardians 3. The cast came out um, for Guardians 3. Gave us a couple of uh, tidbits. We knew that uh, Chikwudi Uwuji is um, going to be the High Evolutionary, who is the villain mm-hmm. of the story. High Evolutionary is a cool villain. I'm excited for that. I was not anticipating the High Evolutionary, and so I am thrilled that that's the direction they're going. They've been very explicit. James Gunn said, you know, like, this is the end of the Guardians story. We're done with after this. But that does not mean that everybody dies, which I which I liked that comment. So, like, don't go into this movie thinking, like, how is everyone going to die the end of the Guardians? It just means that they're going to tell yeah. more Guardians movies after this, but that doesn't mean that characters are necessarily going to die. This is easily my most hyped um, MCU project where the coming phases. Like, you know, maybe one beats it out that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but I am so excited for this because I love the Guardians movies, and I love what James Gunn has done with these characters. Like, it's been a journey. I So, I, you know, I like the first one, and I, I, I dislike the second one, mostly because I find it boring. So, but I, I know that they're obviously telling, like, the bent of the story is quite different by this point, you know, like, and how long it's been since we've seen them on their own adventure, where they've come from, what they've done, and how they're wrapping up a story. So I'm anticipating new things, and so I'm looking forward to this in a way that I was, like, I'm not, I'm not apprehensive about it. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for something good. The They got pretty emotional on stage, like, yeah. the, during their presentation. Like, obviously, I, I, whoever's playing Adam Warlock, his name Will is Poulter. Will Poulter. Thank you, yeah. You know, they, he was pretty explicit to be like, you know, they, like, it was, a, they welcomed me, you know, like, and, like, to be part of the family, because obviously a lot of these characters, these actors have to wear a lot of makeup, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of time and really hot and weird and constricting, and so, like, they have to really like each other to come back, keep doing this. So, um, I am happy to, to <laughs> see them. They actually do like each other. It makes the movie better when you know they had a good time making the movie itself. Will had a blow-up, because he went from, like, the Where the Millers kid to, like... Totally. He's, he's big, too. Yeah. Like, watching, watch like, looking at him next to the rest of the cast, I'm like, you're a large man. Like, I did not expect that of you. Um, and so I'm excited for his Adam Warlock, and I hope that it's his Adam is, if it's good, hopefully it's not, like, a one-and-done. Like, we'll see more Adam Warlock, um, because who knows? Um, we have Echo coming out, which we, we knew on Disney Plus following after that. Um, they didn't say anything at this panel, I don't think, about it, but we know, I'm pretty sure that it's been previously said that Daredevil is going to be in it as mm-hmm. the Kingpin, um, based on, you know, uh, on Hawkeye. Um, Loki Season 2 um, is uh, is on its way. The Marvels is on its way, which they didn't say much about. Um, Blade finally has a release date, um, which is exciting, uh, which is November 3rd, 2023. So close to Halloween, as close as you can get, which is pretty nifty. Um, uh, pretty sure that Blade is also going to include the Black Knight based off of yep. the Eternals. Um, so I, I hope that's true because what a wasted opportunity to have Kit Harrington language um, as the Black Knight and because that movie kind of underperformed. They were like, and the Eternals happened. So um, we'll see where any of those characters wind up here again. Um, we have Ironheart who gets introduced in uh, Wakanda Forever, but she's going to get her own show by the fall of 2023. Um, who was just cast in that? Somebody pretty big. I think she was an unknown. If no, not her, but there was somebody just announced to be in Ironheart. Oh. Uh, but I can't remember. I can't remember who. Oh, um, uh, Alden 
uh, Alden um, Edenreich, the guy who played Han Solo. Was he uh, confirmed or in talks? Confirmed. Ah. Right? Yeah, he's confirmed. Yeah. So, um, so we get, uh, so we're gonna get that. Uh, Agatha Coven of um, Coven of Chaos is coming. Uh, so we're actually getting. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's there's no winter Marvel movie in Phase Five, which is unusually. Normally there's a February one, which you know, or so March February. So, but in 2023 there's no um, there's no winter movie because Blade is November, yeah. and then Ironheart is TV, um, Agatha is TV, and then Daredevil Born Again, which 18 episode, so um, 18 one. episodes, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, season in that spring of 2024. Um, and Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox are confirmed to be back. That do you um think that season three of Daredevil on Netflix was basically Born Again? That yeah. was that story. Yeah. So I think they're just using the title to be like to kind of do like they did with Spider-Man, where it's like Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Get it? Because he's no longer with Sony. He's with Marvel now, so he's home. And I, I feel like Born so, Again is doing the same thing. I think it's also kind of like you know one of the because you know I love Matt Murdock as a character, but Born Again is kind of like one of if you look up best Daredevil comics, like it's one of the ten that's going to be on the list. It's his number one story, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm just really excited for more Daredevil, so mm-hmm. and I'm glad that it finally got there because none of these other characters are not great. But if you give me the choice, no offense to Catherine at all because she's wonderful, but if you give me the choice of watching Agatha, Coven of Chaos, or uh, or Daredevil, I'm going to watch Daredevil. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, so like it's kind of weird that like the disparity of like the in between things, like I'm going from Agatha Harkness to to Matt Murdock, but you know, I'm like a bit excited for uh, Agatha because like you know mysticism and such, like maybe there's gonna be some really deep cuts for magic, especially because Doctor Strange is kind of like leading man of the MCU right now. Yep. There could be some big stuff there. But yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Although th- there is really no Doctor Strange in this next lineup, right? You know, like this, uh, we're going to go through 2023 and 24 with no Doctor Strange whatsoever, really, unless he shows up somewhere in one of these things. But There's like a D23. Secret. Yeah, so yeah, I'll talk about that in uh, in a bit. So then we have, in the end of Phase 5, we get Captain America New World Order, which is um, Sam Wilson as Captain America. They don't really have any detail. We don't have any details about what it is. We just know the name of the movie. Um, so, comes out on your birthday. Yeah. Comes out on your birthday. It's very exciting. Captain America movie on your birthday. What more can you ask for? Truly. Um, and then we wrap up phase five with Thunderbolts comes out on my birthday. Um, that's like really good. Just That's great time. That's what a coincidence, <laughs> right? Like what tomfoolery this is. Yeah. What a crazy random happenstance. Um, so um, Thunderbolts, they're street level villains. Um, I wonder if Zemo will be back, um, you know, because that's he's usually associated with the Thunderbolts. So we'll see. I'm glad that that story's going to come from somewhere. It's probably going to bleed in from some of these other stories that, you know, because we're kind of space otherworldly, you know, um, out there. But I'm curious how much of this is going to involve the multiverse because if this is the multiverse saga, mm-hmm. how many of these stories are actually about the multiverse? I don't know. Because a lot of these stories really don't lend themselves to the multiverse. Well, one concept I was thinking for uh, Captain America 4, uh, New World Order, like that could be like Born Again, where they just kind of pick a subtitle and it's kind sure. of like, yeah. but I kind of have a, th- like, not really a theory, but it's kind of online 
everywhere that what if like hydra cap shows up yeah i you know i was wondering that myself hydra um for because that would make a lot of that would make a lot of sense um that would be crazy captain america versus like or evil Evil steve rogers yeah Hmm. yeah that would be very cool i i would be down for that uh yeah i don't know i that's that's close to um rumors for sin the red skull's daughter yep 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 that could that could very well be too i mean they have a lot to pull from from captain america mythology so and some good stories so i i'm not worried about the movie like i'm excited i'm just excited to see it and i'm kind of bummed that i have to wait that long but there's so much good stuff fill my time in between that i'll be fine Mm -hmm. i will truly be fine um so then we roll right into phase six continuing the multiverse saga starting with fantastic four on november 8th 2024 so we're so the last thing we're getting is thunderbolts in july and then we get and then we don't get anything until um well that's not necessarily true actually Mm -hmm. so if you look at the lineup there's something happening in on disney plus in the fall of 2024 that they have not announced yet um and then it's fantastic four on november 6th or 8th or something like that 2024 um and then we get one two three four five empty slots in phase six that we don't know anything about yet and then we get uh avengers the kang dynasty which is um a title at least taken from an avengers run by uh during a kurt busick's run on the avengers um and then we get two more empty slots in the summer of 2025 and then november 7th 2025 avengers secret wars um the russo brothers are not confirmed to be back but they did say they'd come back and direct secret wars so hell you know they're coming back like you know that's what's happened like there's no way that that's not what's happened um and that's all we know about uh phase six that's all but you know that's enough to wet my palate i don't care like like who cares yeah they're doing it they're doing it honestly like if they just announced that fantastic four was coming that would be like enough for me because i love fantastic four like yeah but two massive avengers movies because like i'm not sure how kane will connect to like because you know like infinity war and endgame was like just a two-part movie like the same story Mm -hmm. you know how like at least for comic stuff kane and like secret wars are like very different they kind of integrated them in the mcu very different things so i'm like going crazy trying to like figure that out i think secret wars is in i think it's gonna be a lot of variants battling each other i think that's what it's gonna what we're gonna end up looking at and truthfully i think that we're getting people are like oh my god they're doing two avengers movies back to back like we're getting one in may and then in november which is wild in the same year but i think they're gonna film them together because that's like those actors so many of these characters are just so like it's so hard just to schedule everyone who's available at what time and when could you be here and when can we get you for this and this and this and this and this so you might as well just film both of them at the same time because it's the only i think it's the only way to get it done with um because obviously they they have to at least mat the the infinity war end game like you know uh i'd say size right yeah. you know because that's not necessarily the expectation but it, that's what they've done to themselves and like that's you're ending these big phases like these you know you go through three phases of stories to get to a giant avengers movie at the end so like it's got to be giant um and so and you know the sequels always go bigger so like how much bigger are you going to go strongest uh, villain we've ever faced until the next one basically yeah <laughs> i don't know I, at, at this point like you see everything that's coming out and everything that's done i would not be surprised if at the end of secret wars game feige's like i'm gonna retire you yeah. do whatever the hell you want restart it do it over just whew, there's a lot in here because that makes a lot of sense because the way that the comic secret wars ends and it spoilers for that which came out in like 2015 um i i, I, I secret wars excuse you sir uh, the second one. the second one yeah. yeah yes the first one designed to sell toys and comics came out in the 80s and this is very <laughs> important to people of a certain age did um, they 
yeah, they they didn't like say they didn't give the new Secret Wars a different name. They they just said Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Yeah. It's just the same thing over again, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows how much of what story they're taking at any point beyond her God Doom? Who knows? Who knows? But God Doom, baby, I bet it's coming. Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. Truthfully, I know D twenty three is coming up in September, and there's a lot. You know, they're you know they're holding back and probably going to save some stuff for Marvel saving stuff to announce at D twenty three. Um, and so there's a lot in Phase six that's open. They obviously know what's there. They're just not telling us, right? You know, so for um, you, you know how you said there was like a like untitled project um in Phase five. Yep. Is is that like where is that on on the schedule? Oh, there's it? no untitled project Phase five. Only uh, Phase six has untitled project. Oh, so, no. yeah. So fall 2024 moving um uh is the first untitled project before Fantastic Four uh, shows yeah. up. So, um, you know, it could be, it could be something to do with the Eternals. It could be something to do with uh, uh, Thanos' brother, whose name escapes me. Or, or, Star yeah. Fox. Star Fox, thank you. Um, because that's just left to languish in there. So there's there's stories that are like, kind of do need some resolve and where they're going to resolve is, you know, like, we'll, we'll see. Well, but, because, uh, um, you know, the, all the Fantastic Four movies have had Doctor Doom beforehand and all the previous Fantastic Four movies have been like, not great. I mean, I like the two the 2005 one, but they're fun. Yeah, they're they're whatever, but they're not MCU qual- good MCU quality, right? And so like, you get your Fantastic Four show. That's you know one of the many villains that they face, and then, like one of the untitled projects is Doctor Doom, like movie or miniseries. I would be highly, I would be shocked if one of those untitled projects was not mutants mm. in some capacity, and it wasn't Doctor Doom in some way. And like, the yeah, and the what the Young Avengers and a Young Avengers maybe even yeah actually because there's a lot of those running around inside of the MCU right now so without being a fully formed team so you're right so who knows where they're coming but this has been a very long episode and so we're gonna ra- we are gonna wrap it up here um, anything else that you would like to add before we sign off I'm just really excited for everything that's coming out and like it, it's been a pleasure to to be on the podcast oh it's great having you Bobby um, you're welcome back anytime you know that I am also very excited if you are also excited you can reach out to us at beerwithyeast.com um, at Gmail and Twitter uh, to tell us how why you're excited and anything that you're looking forward to uh, in in these lineups from DC or Marvel or our miscellaneous or our miscellaneous category. Um, you can rate and review us on I, uh, iTunes and find us other places podcasts can be found. Um, and you can support uh, Thought Bubble Audio on Patreon.com/slash Thought Bubble Audio. Bobby, been a true pleasure as always. So until next time, cheers. <laughs>